This is Helping of Happiness, episode number 173. Today we are talking with Camry Price from Our Family Passport all about making your dream vacation a reality. Hi, I'm Hilary Hess and you're listening to Helping of Happiness. I am a crazy mom of seven kids and at Helping of Happiness we love to help build up families by providing delicious family recipes, exciting travel guides, and home and family hacks to make life more manageable and more fun. There are a lot of things I am still learning and I'm trying to figure out, and that is why we have this podcast, to have our friends come on here and teach us and inspire us to be better and grow closer to Jesus Christ. All right, welcome back. It is so good to be here. We have the most awesome guest who gives us tons and tons of good, amazing amazing information. I've I've been following Camry for quite a while on Instagram and I get her newsletter and I just love everything that I've learned from Camry about saving money on family travel and how to take vacations for free or for really cheap. So I'm really, really, really pumped because you know how much I love to talk about travel. If you've been following us on Instagram, you know, the last couple of weeks we've been doing a year, you know, a year ago today we were in Rome or a year ago today we were in Paris or England because we did our Europe trip about just over a year ago. And we've got travel posts all typed up and ready guides for you, links to all the different kinds of tickets that we use that saved us some money, Um, what you can fit in, you know, like if you can do London in three days, how we kind of fit our different activities into those days to make that work. And we did that with the different countries as well. So uh, head over. We, we have links to that in our show notes. You can see that. So you can can get those if you you or your friend or family member are headed over to Europe sometime soon and can use those guides. We're, we're so happy if you can use those. So, okay. We have also really awesome promo code for... Uh, for Camry's travel university that she's got going on. So this code gets you like $400 off. It's such a steal, 67% off. And the code is happy, H-A-P-P-Y. That's H-A-P-P-Y, happy, to get that really amazing coupon code. And that link is also in the show notes. And we talk all about her travel university in our episode. So you can hear that in just a second. Okay, welcome to the podcast. We've got Camry Price from Our Family Passport, and I am just all googly eyes and so excited because <laughs> I just, I've learned so much from you about travel, and I just think everything on your website, I could be d- digging through that thing for hours. I love all the posts that you that have on there. so sweet. Thank no, you really. So I, I really love that we could talk about this because I love talking about travel, for one. It's just one of my favorite things to talk about, but Also, I just feel like you have so much to offer and it's not us just talking about trips. No, we want you, we want you to take trips for less, right? We want to find the way to save some money because heavens, everything is getting so expensive. It's it's out of control. It honestly is out of control, but yes, hacks are a thing and they are, it's so important. Yeah. So first, just really quick, before we delve into all the wonderful things, tell us a little bit about you and your family because I okay. wanted to introduce you just a touch before we just okay, jump so in. So I have such an awesome family. We are a blended family of six. So um, I brought one little one to the marriage. My husband brought two and then we had a baby together And so it's four kids and two parents, and it is a circus, and we're wild, but we love it so much. So that's our little family. Um, My kids range in ages from 11 to one years old. So 
It is just busy, busy, busy. Um, and we love it. I never, ever thought that I would be a mom to a blended family. And it has been a learning curve for sure. Oh, I'm but sure. It, it is not easy. I will tell you, it is not always easy. But it has been so awesome and has been such a rewarding experience. So we have been married for over four years now. Okay, awesome. So, and then tell me the story behind our family passport. Because I know originally it was you and your mom and your sister. Yes. Yes. So originally it started out. So I grew up in such an awesome and but an abnormal environment. So my parents did really well and we traveled. That's what my that's what my mom wanted to do with her disposable income, with her disposable income. And they had tons of businesses and everything. And so they had points and miles coming out the wazoo. And so we traveled. We didn't have boats. We didn't have stuff like that, but we we traveled. And so when we started our family passport, I actually had a spinal fusion. I had to have an 11 vertebrae spinal fusion. And I was sitting at home one day and I was like, I am so bored. I'm out of my mind. And I called my mom and I was like, we need to do a travel blog. Because at that point we had traveled, oh my gosh, just all, we had traveled all over even at that point. And so we started, what started, it started out as a multi-generational luxury family travel account. Mm-hmm. And it was mostly just like where you can go with your family, your big family with so grandma, grandpa's little kids, all the things. And it has morphed. My mom and my sister no longer live in Utah and that's where I'm from. And they have other businesses that they've got going on. And so I kind of just took over our family passport and have transitioned it because once I got divorced and all of those things happened, um, my budget drastically changed. Yes. Yes. My budget drastically changed. And I had to figure out how to keep traveling the way that I wanted to travel on a limited budget. So that's how it's morphed into points and miles and travel hacks and stuff like that. Which just helps all of us people to be able to do it too. And I, I'm yes. sorry that you had to like go oh, through so okay. many hard things to do it. But I love that something so beautiful like this came out of such a hard time. I, I love so that sweet. you still figured it out and you're sharing what you've learned. I think is so great. That's so sweet. Honestly, I... I would never wish divorce on anyone. It is so hard and such an emotional thing. Um, thankfully, I'm really good friends with my ex-husband now, and that's been such a blessing. But it's you'll you'll learn more about yourself than you ever wanted to know going through a divorce. And so, but I love now that we have our beautiful blended family and that we have found a way to make it work for us. No, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. Let's talk about why is travel so important that you would like go through all this trouble if I, right? Yes. So I, I'll start with like our, our new blended family. Um, I love that we grew up traveling as a family. That was so important. I feel like that that helped strengthen bonds between me and my siblings and my parents and stuff. But when we first blended our family, um, we were meeting with a child psychologist to try to help figure out all the dynamics and how do we do this? And Neither of us had been step parents before and we didn't know what we were doing. And he, we met with him on a fairly regular basis. And one day we were talking about ways that we can just blend our family and really have a cohesive unit. And he said something that just like stopped me. And it was just a huge aha moment. And he had said that there were three things after he has had his, his kids that he's seen all through childhood into um, adolescence and then they go away to college. So all of his patients that he's seen and they, they usually come home from college and they'll stop and see him, you know, and say, thank you so much. You've helped or whatever. And he says, he always asks all of his now adult 
patients what three things they remember the most growing up, like what helped them the most and what they remember. And he said, they always remember, he goes, the answers are almost always the exact same. The meals that they ate, the traditions that they had, and the vacations that they went on. And he told us that if we can focus on those three things, and if we can try to build memories and bonds around those, that that is one of the best ways that you can strengthen any family, uh, whether you're a blended family or whether you're a normal nuclear family or a standard nuclear family, that those are some of the ways. And so I don't love to cook. I have celiac disease too. So that makes it mm -hmm. a little bit harder mm -hmm. for my family because they don't want to eat you know, gluten-free all the time, but we really do try to meal, do meals, but I thought, oh my gosh, I can kill it in the traditions and in the vacations route. Mm -hmm. Like I can mm -hmm. absolutely kill it. So that was one of the things where I was like, we need to figure this out. It's so, so, so important. So that's what we have really tried to do is just narrow in on those traditions and vacations. Okay. And I love that you don't beat yourself up about the cooking that you just played nope. your strength. <laughs> I think yeah. that that's super important too, because we cannot do everything perfectly, right? No, 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 no way. You just gotta no. do what you can. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that's, that's why, great. that's one of the reasons why it's so important to me. So what does it look like in different stages of your life? I mean, you were saying when you were younger, mm -hmm. your family more kind of luxury vacations, it sounded like. So I got used to a very nice type of, low, of vacation. And so that's like, that's how we like to travel now most of the time. But I, instead of paying cash, I use points and miles. Mm -hmm. So we like to take those nice vacations. We do not fly our children in first class almost ever because that's just way too expensive and it's just a lot. But I do love, love, love nice resorts and hotels. And so that's, I really like to use my points and miles on that and to go really great places and have good, awesome experiences. But it doesn't have to look that way. There are so many families that travel in, on a budget and have just as an amazing of experience. Right. Or maybe get more trips for less yes, points if exactly. they stay in a cheaper place. Yes, right? exactly. Yep. Okay. That's so great. Okay. So how often do you travel? So my goodness, there was a time when we were going somewhere once a month. Um, mm -hmm. Now that the kids are older and baby and all of the things, we probably, we like to do at least two or three really big trips mm -hmm. a year with all, all six of us, mm -hmm. um, because the scheduling dynamics are tricky. My husband and I like to go at least on two trips a year, just him and I, and then mm -hmm. we, we take the other ones. So just this last year, we just did Egypt, Disneyland, Disney world, Hawaii, um, Mexico, Amsterdam and Norway. And, um, so then this year, this year we have Costa Rica and Peru and another Disney trip on the docket and then Hawaii as well. So, oh, so fun. Yeah. So fun. Oh, I yeah. love that. And my kids don't know this, but we are wanting to surprise them with a trip to Paris next <gasps> summer. So oh. they're super excited. We want to go all of us and do all on points and miles. So, oh, that is so fun. We did yeah. Paris last year, but it was just our two oldest kids. We've got seven kids and our uh -huh. two oldest we took in between. Did they love it? Oh, it was so good. We did Paris, Rome, London all in one trip. And it was that's like, so fun. Oh, okay, the out dreamiest. of the three, what was your favorite? That scene, that's so hard because yeah, I love them all for different question, things. Right? But I think Rome calls me to come back the most. So maybe mm -hmm. I liked that the best. I, I don't know. I love Rome. I, I love Rome. Love it. I just want to do all Italy now. Yeah, just do it all. Oh, right? yeah, I know. When yeah. I was seeing your art history, I'm like, oh my gosh. 
I'm yeah, sure the Louvre I, kept you really busy and the British Museum of Art. For sure. Is, yeah. We love no, their National so Gallery. That was probably actually our favorite place in the park. In London. Was in London. I love the National Gallery. It's yeah, so awesome. But, That's so fun. How old are your yeah. oldest? 21 and 19 are oh, the two awesome. oldest. So yeah, it that's was really awesome. fun. So yeah. And now my daughter ended up getting married like six oh, months later and she wasn't even dating anyone when we went. And, and so that's special. Yeah, that you and my that son experience. left for a mission. So it was yes. like this little tiny blessing of a window. And I'm so grateful we took that trip because we'll never sure. have that chance to do that with her again. I know. And I mean, finances are such an important thing because you need to have retirement. You need to have savings. Yeah. You need to have yeah. all of those things. You don't want to really, be irresponsible. No, you. you don't want to be irresponsible. At the same time, I also am like, I want to enjoy the time that mm-hmm. I have with my kids mm-hmm. right now while they're little. And, 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 and with the blended family dynamic, I mean, I don't know what my teenagers are going to look like, and I don't know mm-hmm. what that's going to look like, but right now they're little and they're, they get along so well and we all get along. And I'm like, I want to capitalize on that as well, yeah. which is why I love points and miles because I take almost all of my vacations on points and miles and it's not impacting my budget or my savings or finances in any mm-hmm. way. No, I love that. Well, and I, I feel like I want to seize the moment a little more. My father-in-law passed away just a few hours in a few hours, a few years into his retirement, a few years into his retirement. And I think they'd had this all built up that once they were retired, they were going to then do this and this and this and this. Well, now it's not there, you know? No. So it's like, okay, well, of course I don't want to spend my retirement money right, right you now. You need retirement. But yes. I do want to make sure that we make room for these experiences throughout our life because we don't know what right. the future I'm holds. I'm so sorry you know? to hear that. That is so You hard. know, it's just kind of, we all have our stuff, you know? Yes, we do. Everyone, everyone has stuff. Yeah. Everyone does. And you never yeah. know what that may be for yeah. someone. Yeah. So, okay. Well, let's talk about Okay, really quick, before we get into the hacking, just how many countries have you been to? Tell us. So I have been, I actually was sitting down trying to count this the other day. I have been to over 45. I actually think it's closer to 50, but there are a few that I'm like, I can't remember. It's <laughs> like all blurs together. Yeah, I need to. I, and I, my mom actually keeps a detailed record of everything. And we don't count layovers as countries that we visited. Okay. So if we stop in an airport somewhere, but we don't actually see that country. Like actually get out of it. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So we have I to like feel spend... the same way. We laid yes. over in Portugal and I'm like, yeah, we could see out the window, but I don't yeah. feel like it was actually no, we, in Portugal. We don't count that. So I have done at least 45 countries and six continents. The only continent I haven't been to is Antarctica. Interestingly enough, my parents and my brother have gone to Antarctica and loved it. So we have some people in our family that have gone to seven continents, wow. which I'm like, that's so awesome. Um, wow. And so, yeah, I, and the more I see the world, the more I want to see the world. Yes. And it's addicting. It is. It like, is addicting. Yeah. And all I think you can think about, so, okay, where do we need to go next? I've yes. got to go somewhere cool. And I think it's so important to, I remember growing up in my little bubble, like, oh, in, in a bubble is great. But going out and we talked to someone from Colombia and they love Colombia. They love their country. And we'd go, we're in Africa and they love where they live and they love their situation, most of them. And um, most people that we talk to love where they live. They're proud of who they are. And we found that regardless of race, socioeconomic status and belief systems or anything, everyone just wants their family to be healthy and happy almost around the world. Now there are your outlier, you know, kind of scary, bad people, but for the most part, it doesn't matter where you go or what someone believes or what their race or ethnicity is. That is what they want. And I love seeing that and teaching my kids that. Yeah. Yeah. And see how showing them what it is like to live somewhere else. We went to Mexico a year, I don't know, just a little bit ago, not too long ago. 
but my husband served a mission there. And so we didn't just do the resort. Like we went off and saw where he lived in this little shack and that's where they'd have church. And, you know, it really, it was just so good for them to have their eyes opened. And yeah, we might be having this great time at this resort, but this is really what people in Mexico, what, what it's like and where they live. Yeah. And it hopefully makes them appreciate their home in Texas compared to you know yes yes it gives them some gratitude and take some of that humility back a little bit i love that so okay all right let's talk about travel hacking okay Okay, let's do it what is it where do we begin okay travel hacking so what's really interesting and i actually don't even like to use the word travel hacking because people think of hacking and they're like oh that seems scary you know you think of a hacker or whatever but so i i the phrase that i like to use is reward travel but the basic gist of it is that instead of using a debit card or cash on things that you buy, that you use a good reward travel credit card or several good reward travel credit cards that earn you points and miles on your normal everyday purchases. And then you turn around and you use those points and miles to book travel. So -hmm. points and miles is almost like a a different currency in the travel world. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting, and I'm LDS and you had mentioned that your Mm -hmm. kids were serving missions and everything. Mm -hmm. I kind of grew up in this like, oh, travel uh, credit cards are bad and debt is so bad and debt is bad, but Mm -hmm. credit cards do not equate debt. And I think we kind of grew up in this, this, I don't know, like almost this myth of like, if you have a credit card, then that means you have debt. And that is not true at all. You basically just use that credit card to make your purchases as you would a debit card. And then you pay that card off every month. There's no interest. There's no, there's no credit card debt. There's nothing scary about it if you use it properly. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, it's like the difference between paying rent or a mortgage, right? When you have a mortgage, you, you have to have housing. So you have to pay for housing. But if you have a mortgage, you're at least getting something in return. Mm -hmm. The idea is that you're getting something in return. If you're paying rent, you need housing, you're paying for housing, but at the end, at the end of your rental agreement, you're not walking away with anything in return other than I had somewhere to live for a few, a few months or a few years or whatever. And the the concept is true for uh, reward travel. You have to buy groceries, you have to buy gas, you have to buy soccer cleats and, you know, things for your kids and a snowblower with you're in Utah and a lawnmower. And you have to have those things you might as well get a small percentage in return and then use those, flip around and use those to travel. So that is the basic gist. We keep saying that our son's wisdom teeth next month is going to bump us up to companion. Yeah, for sure. Yes, (laughs) yes, you have to. Exactly. You know what? Kids need braces. Those are expensive. You might as well get something in return. The Mm -hmm. trick to it is, is never paying interest on those cards Mm -hmm. because then it no longer becomes nearly free and that you need to make sure that you're not buying things just to earn points and miles. Right. You need to be smart, right? Yeah. And sometimes it can be like when I'm like, oh, I can get 15 points and miles off of, you know, 15 times the the points on this. Oh, maybe I need it. But you have to rein yourself in as you do with any budget. And so, yeah, but that's the concept. If someone can responsibly use a debit card, they can absolutely responsibly use a credit card and get some free travel in exchange. Yeah. Love it. So good. If I'm going to be spending money, I may as well get something out of it. Yeah, right? (laughs) And it might as well be an awesome vacation. All right, I got a quick little announcement and then we'll get you back over to hear more from Cam. We have just launched our Helping of Happiness classes and I wanted you to hear before we threw it on social media. Let our newsletter friends know first because they're always our number one people. So if you want to get on that newsletter so you can hear all of our information first, please go do that. That link will be in the show notes. 
but we've got our summer classes yay so we've got our cooking camps and our we've got a babysitter camp and we've got dorm dinners cooking camp and then we have some really fun little classes for the little ones like a bluey cooking class and then we've got a lego cooking class for those other kids that might be kind of on those in-between ages so go sign up. We have pretty limited availability, but we would love to cater this to you. If there's a class that you'd like to see us do, please send me an email at hill at helpingofhappiness.com. Or if you would love to do a class, a private class for a group or for a birthday party or something, let me know. I can do that virtual or we can do that here in person in North Dallas. So on to camera again. Okay. And you have this great reward travel university which yes. i think is super cool that takes you through each of these different steps of you know kind of like your like you say your freshman level is kind of your basic this is your how you're going to start earning rewards and then you take them all the way through the university so right. do you mind giving us just a little highlight of each step yes. so i will give you a quick okay. synopsis so and really quickly my background is actually an online uh, collegiate teaching. So mm -hmm. my, I love developing online courses. So that was super fun for me to turn around and do this about something that I'm so passionate about. So the freshman section, so Travel Reward University, the idea was that we want to help other women who are in our situation. So I have a business partner. Her name is Annie. We've developed it together. We want other women and moms in our situation to realize, you know what? I actually can make, I can make something out of these groceries that I'm spending. I can make I can, I can take my kids on vacations right now when they're little. I don't have to wait till I have the perfect budget and the perfect everything to make it happen. And so we, the freshman section really talks about like the rules, the things that you want to do, because you have to be smart. You don't want to go open a gazillion credit cards at one time. You don't want to tank your credit score. You need to be smart about how you do it. So that goes over that, like how to be smart, the rules, the regulations, and just kind of like the basic literacy around points and miles, mm -hmm. what, what this means, how does this work? How does this engage in your in your lifestyle? How can you do it the right way? Um, and then sophomore covers all of the Chase Ultimate Rewards program. I really like Chase. Chase is great for a lot of reasons. We love Chase. We yes. use Chase and love their – it's just great. They have a wonderful reward program. Um, what's great about Chase is you can get those huge welcome bonuses over and over again, mm -hmm. which is so awesome. Um, so we talk about that, but Chase has a rule called the 524 rule, which is really not ideal, but we talk all about that and how you can work that into your system. So that's sophomore. And so we start, we go from beginner to intermediate. Junior is all about American Express rewards. I'm kind of an Amex girl because I like the luxury side of things. Um, so we do American Express, Capital One and City. We talk mm -hmm. about that. And then senior is how to work all of those together and then how to book your dream vacation. So we... We just had someone that just booked a trip to Paris for $62 total for their whole family. They oh got gosh. their flights for $62. They had to pay taxes and fees and their stays. And that, and so we love that. I love seeing people and, and they're, they're, they're like, we're doing nothing different other than we're just using the right credit card on our purchases. And you do have to have a system. You do have to be organized. You need to, you know, have that knowledge. But once you get over that learning curve, mm -hmm. It, it unlocks so much potential to travel with your family. Yeah, I love that. I feel like the last few months, it was trying to figure out, okay, wait, when is this card due? When is this card yes. due? Because we had, you know, so once we kind of figured that out and I was a little more organized in my, yes. in my, you do have to be organized in my bills, then it, then mm -hmm. it's been a lot better. But 
Yeah. I mean, it wasn't too bad, but it was just right. kind of, it felt a little hectic because I used For to sure. do my bills once yeah. a month. And then it was like, okay, wait, I need to have reminders in my calendar of yes. when to, I need yes, to when this is, and, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So will you talk just a little, or did you have anything else on that before we? I would just say that like, if someone's thinking that they want to get into reward travel, either take a course or get on and read everything that you can, because there is a learning curve and there are some rules and strategies that you absolutely have to keep. And if you can keep those rules and if you know that strategy, then you're totally fine. In fact, my credit score like skyrocketed. Yeah. It's, I have a credit score over 815, which is unreal. Um, but I didn't used to, but if you can do it the right way, it can totally, totally help you. But if you do it irresponsibly or you don't have the background knowledge that you need, it can be a little tricky and timing. Like you have Mm -hmm. mentioned the Southwest companion pass. Yeah. The timing on that is so important. Mm -hmm. And so I would just, if someone's interested, either take a course or get on and read absolutely everything that you can before you like go full hog into it. Yeah. We had, luckily, we had some really good friends that had started with the Chase Cards, and they're the ones uh-huh. that kind of taught us. Kind of got you introduced. Yes, yeah, so we're like, okay, we're going out to dinner. You guys <laughs> got to tell us everything. And they're really good it. at reward travel. They're always getting different cards that, you know, their points also work with that company. And then, they yes. can, you know, they're they're really great at that. That's but awesome. I would love to talk about the Southwest Companion Pass. Pass because okay. I think I'm just a little bit late in what I, in getting it to really maximize it. But hopefully... I can still. Honestly, I don't, I mean, look, if you could get it January 31st, then yeah, you have it for almost two full years. So the Southwest Companion Pass essentially states that if you either fly a certain number of Southwest flights within a calendar year, or if you earn 135,000 points within a calendar year, you get to take a companion with you on all of your flights. You're point booked flights, as well as your cash book flights for just taxes and fees. And it is awesome. Southwest actually is not my most favorite airline. However, with a family of six, so we have two companion passes right now, that makes such a difference. Two of the people in our family are flying for free. And that is, that's huge. And so we pay the 520 or whatever it is for the taxes. And like, we're going to Hawaii on our Southwest points and with our Southwest companion passes. and. And I don't know how we would make that happen otherwise. So Southwest, the trick to the Southwest Companion Pass is that you need to time it right. You have to get all of those points in a calendar year. So let's say that you earned 50,000 points in November of 2022, and then you earn the remaining 125,000 points or whatever the math is in January, you're not going to get it. You have to earn those points in a calendar year. So there's a couple different ways that you can do that. My favorite way and the easiest way is you you combine a Southwest personal credit card. You meet the minimum spend, you get that bonus with a Southwest business credit card. And you meet that minimum spend and you get that bonus and that automatically will put you into Southwest Companion Pass status. The trick is the timing. You want to make sure that you time it correctly. And then Southwest is really interesting because right now at time of recording, they have a promo on their personal card right now where you get fewer points. But if you meet the minimum spend, you get an automatic companion pass for just one calendar year. It's until February. So what that means, though, is if someone is in the strategy to earn the full companion pass and they are waiting on that personal card, they have to wait for that promo to end. Because if they get it now, they aren't going to earn enough points to 
get the companion pass. So that promo ends on March 13th. So we actually have a few students right now that had earned all of their points on the business card and then they needed a personal, but they they now have to wait until March 13th to, to even apply and get that. So there is a strategy to it and there are people that mess it up and it doesn't like jack your credit or anything, but it does mess up your ability to get that companion pass. So timing is super okay. important. So walk me through mine hey. really quick. Okay. Hey. So I'm just about to hit my business card for my companion pass. Okay. So then when do I want to go get a personal one? And would I get it in my name or would I get it in my husband's or does it matter? Okay. So you are, you, this is your first Southwest card. Well, we had one before, but we canceled it. And you now canceled it. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's done. So you're just about ready to meet your minimum spend on your business. This is mm -hmm. your first card mm -hmm. in your strategy and you mm -hmm. want the full companion pass. Yes. 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 Okay. So then what you want to do is you meet that minimum spend, which is great. Mm -hmm. And you'll see those, those points post. And then you want to apply for the personal after the promo. If okay. you're wanting, because you've already earned those business points, right? Mm -hmm. What would, what would happen is if you applied for that personal right now, while the promo is still running, you would get a companion pass, but it would only last until February of next year. And I okay. think you only get like 30,000 points or something. It's not nearly as much as what you normally would get. And so that's great for someone who doesn't have a business or they don't want to do business cards mm -hmm. or they aren't going to fly Southwest all that time. This, this, this promo is great for a certain, certain type of traveler, yeah. but it's not great for those who are wanting to earn that full pass. So meet your minimum spend to get those points. That's perfect. And you, you're meeting it in this calendar year. So that's awesome. Yes. And then wait to apply until after March 13th. Their promo is supposed to end on March 13th. Okay. Right? March 14th, make sure that it's back to the original. You know, you should get 50,000 points or something on the per on the personal, depending on what the offer is. And then you apply. So okay. you really, your timing actually is not that bad. There, there are some people that are crazy about it and they will meet all up to $1 of their minimum spend and like last year, and then they will make that $1 purchase January 1st. So then they can count that into this calendar year. Oh but I, I think that timing is really tricky and people mess that up all the time. So I like to suggest if you're new to travel hacking, but you really want the Southwest companion pass, just start January 1st, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just start January 1st, do it that way. If you have any big purchases coming up, just kind of save them for that period of time. If you, mm -hmm. you know, you need to push something back a week or two, and then start there just because that makes the timing a lot easier. So yes. So wait hey. for you, wait hey. until after March 13th, and then you hey. should be able to get your personal. And then you'll have the companion pass all the way through December 31st of 2024, which is amazing. awesome. It's amazing. So it's awesome. so amazing. And we have seven kids. So we are yes. so happy with as many companion passes as we can get. For we'll sure. So That's good. so awesome. Oh my gosh. Okay. Thank you for like talking me through that because it <laughs> just gets all tangled up in my head sometimes. So that was great. My daughter actually got married at Christmas and we were like, could you just oh, get married no, in the spring? Like, come on. Because <laughs> in January, we didn't want to spend any money after right just after Christmas, done all of that. Sure. And, but yeah. anyway, but you know, things still well, happen. Yes. That's so exciting for her though. Yeah, That's no, it, we, we were happy for her, but yeah, come on with our travel points. You're killing us. Yeah. No, we could, but then we just use our chase cards and things for that. So I guess we've still got some, still That's got some good. points on that. But. Good. Um, okay. So let's talk about just like some travel hacks for traveling with kids. Cause you, okay. I think that's another intimidation thing for people as they think I'll just travel when my kids get older. But I've found with our family, 
the, when you travel when they're young, traveling when they're older is just easier because they already kind of know how to do it. Yes. And so for sure. And we're already reaching this phase in our family that, you know what, as they get older, they have baseball and yes. dance and they're, it's harder to have them miss yeah. things. So my little 10 year old, so he'll be 10 this year. He's actually going on an African safari with his grandma for his 10th birthday. Oh he's my so excited. goodness sake. But he so cool. has been to over 23 countries and I don't regret it at all. Mm-hmm. I don't regret taking him and showing him the world. And and honestly, probably half of those he doesn't really remember. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, if I'm like, Beckham, do you remember, you know, do you remember feeding the monks in Thailand and stuff like that? And and he kind of will, we'll pull out pictures and he's like, oh yeah, oh yeah. But there's certain ones that he just doesn't remember, but I don't regret it. This is my biggest piece of advice. I think that moms know their kids best moms know what they're comfortable with if you feel uncomfortable slopping your kids across the world to go to east asia then don't do that but start where you are comfortable start with disneyland or start with a road trip or something like that that is my biggest piece of advice is start where you're comfortable and then just kind of move from mm-hmm. there my second piece of advice is People are going to hate on you and that's okay. And people are going to have their opinions. I swear every time we get on an airplane with our six and we've got the baby bag and we've got all this stuff and the kids are giggling and they're well-behaved kids, but we do get some dirty looks. And it's just kind of, at this point, it's like off my shoulder. I just smile. We have like a running joke in our family, smile and wave, just smile and wave. kids. (laughs) Um, And you know what? The babies are going to cry on the airplane and your kids might throw a fit somewhere and just because you're on vacation, it doesn't mean that the misbehaviors that happen at home aren't going to happen on vacation. But so I just think an extra dose of patience and just realism is so important. Mm -hmm. And I just have learned that if someone has a problem with me taking my kids to see the world, that's their personal problem, not Mm -hmm. mine. Yeah. Um, And for every dirty look, we also get people that are so kind and so helpful and so supportive. But I used to stress that my babies were going to cry on an airplane and I'd try to do everything I could and I'd apologize to people around me and I've just kind of gotten over that. Mm -hmm. Like just, you know what, get over that. Then I would say the third most important thing with traveling with kids is to prepare your kids. Let them know what you're doing. Let them know what to expect. Set some behavior boundaries. Now that doesn't mean they're always going to keep and stay in those, but it's good to say, hey, when we're on the airplane, we need to be quiet. When we're here, you know, one of the rules in Thailand is you're not supposed to pat any any kid on their, on their head. And my, my little one, he was so lovey and so huggy and stuff. And so we had to teach him like, okay, Beckham, you can't, you can't pat someone. And here's how you say hello and swati ka and all the things. And so we teach those. So prepping is so important. And then that helps them learn, but giving them, you know, letting them know what to expect and what to do is really helpful. And then I like to get them in involved on the planning. I'll ask them, Hey, we're going to Hawaii. What do you want to do? What do you want to see? And, and so that's really great. Those are my kind of my four biggest pieces of advice is just have some realistic expectations, know that it's not going to be perfect. Haters are going to hate. That's okay. Um, and, and then get the kids involved. Okay. Oh, these are so great. Okay. How do you decide where to go that I actually had someone reach out to me this week and she said, my husband's got a, um, Oh gosh, what's it called? You know, when you a sabbatical and he oh, also gets yes. a bonus. And so we oh, get to I go somewhere. That. I know. <laughs> I'm like, wow, with that amount of money, I would go like a few places, you know. Yes. But so, but I'd never really thought about because I have lists of places that I want right, to go, right. you know, or and sometimes it just for me is 
okay, what's on sale? Okay, let's yes, go there, you know. For but sure. How, how do you figure that out? So I do think, you know, you have to, what's on sale? What can we make work? What can fit in our time frame? If you only have a week to go somewhere as a family, you might not want to go to East Asia and spend four of those days on an airplane, right? Right. right. Um, and that's being a little dramatic, but what we did growing up, this is what my parents did, and I actually really loved this. We would sit down every it was usually on family home evening is what they would do. But every, a couple of times a year, we'd sit down and he, my mom would say, okay, I want everyone to write down three places they want to go internationally, three places they want to go domestic. And you were able to write down your own, what you wanted. Yeah. And then we'd put them all together. And it was just written on a little lined piece of paper. My mom would write it on a lined piece of paper and it was stuck inside of the pantry. So we could see on the pantry where we wanted to go. And we just worked off of that list. We just kind of worked worked off of that list. And so I really liked that. Now with my family, especially with points and miles and schedules and things, it's not as easy. Um, We like to look what's on sale and what's what the deal is. I like to pick two or three places that I know I really want to go to. And I make a plan to go to that destination in about a year or two. So Mm -hmm. I kind of start like mentally preparing, getting an idea of what I need, how to get there. So I've known for a while, I really want to go to Japan. So I, we've got part of that plan, that trip booked for next year. And that's what I'm working on. And then we kind of save some budget and some time for things in the middle. You know, Mm -hmm. is there, is there a sale here? Do we want to go here? What do we want to do? So that's what we do. I ask our kids where they want to go. That plays a big part. They love Yellowstone. So we're going up to Yellowstone oh, this year. Um, they love Hawaii. And so, yeah, I, I think it kind of just is ask where, where do people in your group want to go? What is it that they want to do? And it's so good, especially with teenagers to get them involved. Yes. That was really helpful growing up. Yes. We love YouTube for that too. Okay. Yes. Let's see the videos of the places. Of, and that always gets them super hyped up, yes. you know, whether it's a yes. cruise or you're, we did that a lot when we were going to go to Mexico. Okay. Let's look at the different water park options that you I have, that. Or, you know, yeah. it was, and then they were all, or even then like the excited. Disney cruise we did that on the, I mean, what was it on um, Nassau, you know, on the, anyway. Yes. So it okay. just helps them get involved. This is so random, but have you read yeah. Atomic Habits? No, but it's, I want it's, to. It's Actually, awesome last book. night, someone recommended that book to me. Okay. In Atomic Habits, he talks about how sometimes the lead up to a reward, so the reward being the trip, yeah. is as exciting for your brain, is as important oh, as for the sure. actual event itself. And so how sometimes for Christmas, it's not actually Christmas morning that everyone loves. It's the lead up for Mm -hmm. Christmas. I'm not a big Christmas person, but I know people love Christmas for me and for our family. It's a trip. Like I -hmm. love planning it. I love talking Mm -hmm. to my kids about what we're going to do. I like, and and that's part of the enjoyment is okay. This is what we're going to do. This is what we Mm -hmm. get to go see. And that helps so much. Okay. That's so true for me because I always say, I always feel really sad if I don't have a trip that I'm planning that I'm really excited to go on. (laughs) (laughs) We're always, and my husband and I do this. I feel like every spring break or whatever trip it is that we're on, we're planning the next vacation on our way home. We're okay. Yes, it is. (laughs) I don't want to be sad when we get home. So we got to figure out where we're going next. Yeah. It's so funny how that, how that works for us, but. Okay, let's tell everybody. I know you're short on time. Let's tell everybody um, where we can find you. Okay. Kind of so important. You, yes, that would be so awesome. <laughs> so I Instagram is a great place, just our family passport. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have a, a website, ourfamilypassport.com. And then our 
Travel Reward University, true. So there's four sections to it, but we have a whole suite of courses. And then for any of your listeners, we'll do a coupon code. So we can list that in the notes and they can come there. And then I also, if someone's interested in looking at reward travel, but they're not quite ready to like dive in, I have a free crash course guide as well that we can list below too. Link that up. Okay. Okay. Oh, Cam, this was so so much. Oh my goodness. Thank you. I feel like we talked really fast, but we got it all in. Is that, is that bad that I'm talking? No, I talk really fast too. So, okay. Yeah. Just, you know, everyone listen on half speed if it's too much. It'll be perfect. (laughs) Awesome. Anyway, thank you so much, Hillary. Okay. We'll see you. Okay. Wasn't she awesome? Love Camry. She's so awesome. She just has like so much information. I really hope you head over to her, over to her website, Our Family Passport, and go get her travel university. I mean, oh my goodness. What an amazing thing that she has set up for us and that you're getting such an amazing deal with our coupon code. Remember, you can tap that link in our show notes and you can type in happy, H-A-P-P-Y. That's H-A-P-P-Y, happy to get 67% off. So that's like $400 off this course. And it's just packed with so much information. So um, I hope that it can really help all of your dreams come true to be able to go to your destinations that you've been wanting to go to for so long. And if you enjoyed this post and you found this information to be useful, please share it with a friend, throw it on social media if you want to, or text or email the link to a friend or family member so they can learn these amazing things as well.